See this? This is my boomstick! got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. It's good that this program is so dumb it doesn't remember what I said it as last week. It didn't hey. used to be that way. No, though. it sure didn't. Hey, we are back. This is Slow Robot Go Go Big Show 272 for those of you keeping track at home. My name is Mal. With me as always Dr. Morbius from Parts Unknown and this is the podcast dedicated to B through Z grade movies. That's yes. my shtick and I'm going to stick with it. Yeah, there you go. Good, so, good stick. Did you, did you watch anything last week? Did you do anything last week? I think last week yeah, was... Yeah, I did podcast. It was free comic book free day. Free comic book day. So tell what is that? Tell us, tell me about that thing. Uh, it's all, Well, you go to a comic shop and sometimes they give you two or three free comic books. Yeah? You know... And sometimes they're out? They were out of a couple, but they had a bunch. But honestly, they didn't get that many no. free ones because I, I should have gotten a couple more, but I... There was a lot of people, and I was like, okay, okay, I'll get this and this. And I started buying half-price books because I like mm-hmm. those better. You know, I like old comic books better than new ones. They right. feel like they're real, and supposedly mm-hmm. the new ones are like somebody's idea of what a comic book should look like. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? It's just the that's just are the they way different? I feel. Are they different paper or something? Or different just paper, different artists, different yeah. sensibilities. You know? Well, yeah. I mean, you couldn't. They'd have to keep up with what's cool now probably they yeah to, you know? yeah they got to keep up with whatever yeah. you know so what, they're all dark and angry now at is times that? <laughs> they're dark and angry or they're kind of they change the character gender bending a lot of them are kind of girly mm. the, the, what they're doing in the movies then the, so they're doing the exact yeah. same thing that they do in the movies like oh look now the hulk is a, a black woman and you're like wait what is she now what She's is the it? What is, yeah. Now. <laughs> what what is this now? So they keep changing. Iron Man is the one that changed. Iron Man, a, yeah. yeah, yeah. They do do a lot of that stuff, and you know, yeah. it's kind of like that. And the price just makes me go, uh, whoa. Uh, you know, because if you buy a new comic book, it's four dollars. When I went to the half price thing, I was getting like seventies books for five dollars. You know, I was like, uh, no, that's okay. I'll go. <laughs> I'll stick yeah. with. I'll, for five bucks, I'd rather get a, a real old school interesting comic mm. book than this newfangled you know kids today millennial so that's a, yeah that's what they are four bucks each like something like that and yeah. that means some of them are really expensive though aren't they more than that some of them yeah. I think I remember I went in I don't know anything about that world I went into the Emerald City when it was over by the Widget Factory on a lunch break or whatever like that oh, I was yeah. just looking around I think there was one for like 12 bucks or something I was like what is this now I'm not for a, for I I really do think that they they overpriced them on person um, on uh, purpose yeah. just so they can you know hey look we're making money you know because I, mean? oh, I don't yeah. think they really should cost that much yeah that's pretty weird so that's cool I mean you had fun though huh yeah and they did you guys did a show yeah yeah, yeah, yeah right. we did that's two dimension podcast if you didn't know. That's the, all about comic books, but you guys have a lot of traction. You guys have a lot of listeners. Yeah, we have like pretty good, you know, folks that write and yeah. you know give us like ideas feedback. and feedback. Wow. And sometimes they send us stuff and the comic book yeah. uh, demographic must be different than the than the movie demographic because tell you what we don't get very much, which is sad because I would I'd love to get some, but. We yeah. don't get a whole heck of well, a lot. Well, we do have that Kickstarter page where you can just send us money for no reason. Right. <laughs> I'm just it says no reason, and that's no reason. Yeah, yeah that's Great. our that's that's our 
you know, purpose. No yeah. reason. Just give us money. Whatever. Hey, whatever keeps us going. So how I about watched, you? I watched a couple. I got um, you know, I started I started going out every now and then. I'll go to uh, pawn shops and thrift stores now because DVDs Cheap. and Blu-rays are worthless. So now is the dip. You can part. get them for a buck. You get them for a buck. Blu-rays for a buck. <laughs> Joust is telling me that. Oh yeah, and so I started shopping. You know. So I picked up. Uh, so I murdered an ax. So I married an axe murderer on Blu-ray. Oh, yeah, yeah, which oh, I forgot. He, you know, back when he was funny, when Myers was funny. I mean, he was a, he was a funny comedian. I mean, I he's kind of fell out of favor after he got a little bit nutty. But I don't know. I still like some of his stuff. Of course, Austin Powers. I like all those. Uh, I better I have the pinball machine. But um, wow, I forgot what the '90s were like with that crazy hair. Remember that floppy, goofy hair that everyone had, like. It, yeah, it kinda. looked like long hair, but they cut it right at the ears. It was short underneath oh, the ears. Thing, yeah, Everyone thing. in this movie had that super that thing, floppy yeah, hair yeah. and those long sweaters that were like ribbed and too big. And yeah, you're like, oh yeah, my god, ninety! Yeah. I never saw that. You're movie. killing me. It's fun. It's a funny movie. You actually yeah. might like it. It's pretty goofball. Uh, then I watched Quantum of Solace and Thunderball, and uh, the you know I have the Blu-rays of the 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 whole box set of the. 007, because that's always a good choice to pop one of them and just watch it, you know. And then, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, you know, I, I could watch those, like, all the time, you know. And, oh. just, and then the last one was uh, The Force Awakens. Sorry to cut you off, but yeah. The, I got to I gotta ask you a, a question, an internet question, Uh-oh. but we'll do that on off-air. Are you sure? A, no. Yeah, not on the air, no. You're like, you're like, for, you're like, how do you download free porn? It's No, uh, no, no, oh, okay. I, no, I don't do that. <laughs> good call <laughs> much like in real life it's probably going to come with some viruses <laughs> so anyway yeah. all right cool that was that that's all i really watched i did um i bought also i also i bought new i hate buying the i hate when you watch something so much you can quote it line for line but you i rebought the kill bills in a blue in blu-ray for a buck no, no, I paid, but they, it was only like seven bucks it, for a brand oh. new, a brand new one, you know. We're at Walmart. No, online, but it, oh. it, but it was some from something like that, and, and I, I wasn't gonna, but then I was like, eh, I was gonna do a rewatch on them, and I heard that the, the Blu-rays are a lot nicer than the DVDs, because at the time the DVD was trying some new interlace, blah blah blah, and it got smeary. I, yeah, I don't. It doesn't matter. And it is very crisp and beautiful. So I was like, all right, cool. You know, so. Hey, when you I went to the them. pawn shop, did they have any guitars there? Oh, yeah. Oh, they, I always look for those. Were they cheap? No. Yeah, they do yeah. have a lot of nice, cheap guitars, but you got to watch it. You know, like, there's a couple brands out there like Luna and, and like Jim Jim Thomas or Jim Kelly. Not the quarterback. <laughs> something weird like <laughs> that. It's guy. something weird like that. And, and it's like, and they're very cheap to begin with. So they'll have it up on the wall for 250 and you can buy it new for two fifty, you know. Oh, what so, I meant cheap was fifty, not two fifty. No, so they have some stuff like that. I always okay. look because I'm always looking for that rare. Oops, they missed something, yeah, they, and I grab it, yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. then you score a Duesenberg, yeah, right. which is a three thousand dollar <laughs> guitar for like three hundred bucks, and you're like, yeah. ching. <laughs> yeah. Sadly, the internet has ruined those wonderful days. The internet <laughs> has ruined our lives, my friend. Has it ruined has. our lives. Sure has, man. The portal to the shithole of hell. The portal to everyone knows everything. Boo to that. Yeah, beyond yeah. that. Anyway. But yeah, so other than that, not much. Okay. Rewatching those. I did, I did pick up a couple others. I can't even name them. Uh, Killer Elite, I think I got. was yeah, a blue, I know was that a blue movie. You do? I, oh, I got a, I got a Blu-ray for like, never heard of it. But now is the time where I was like, eh, you know. Uh, oh, I got the $1, the 25th 
anniversary box set of the Planet of the Apes, the original one. For one dollar? One buck, baby. On Blu-ray or on? No, on regular DVD. Oh, that's awesome. But man. I don't care. Yeah, it's that like yeah. that whole uh, like not Mercurochrome. What's that? That that like the, the, like the, like the, it's all the silver and black. Yeah, it looks yeah, like it's yeah. a negative. You yeah, know, foil. Yeah. Foil. Yeah, and I was like, oh my god. For a dollar? <laughs> One dollar, my friend. Well, they must be giving people like a dime for it. At nothing. They're oh, they're not. They're probably giving them nothing. Because I, I, wow. I and so I go through and look, and there's like these walls of DVDs and walls of CDs, and you get them for nothing, man. I mean, like I bought for my birthday, I got a box from Inter Interpunk. I think that's the name of it. it's an online place. I always I do get some stuff there. 20 CDs for 20 bucks. Wow. And it's just, you get them, and there's, these are new CDs. Like, they, 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 they're one of those clearancers that buy out, you know, and they'll have a lot of that stuff. And it's all punk-based, you know, some old, some new. And uh, and that's where I get most of the music we play on the on the, the other show, because I'll listen to it. Like, I, I, I there was one called Convoy, but it's O-I, exclamation word, like, Convoy, oh my God. And it's a punk covers of punk, or it's um, honky-tonk slash country covers of punk songs. <laughs> Okay. And they're hilarious. And I wrote them, and they they wrote back. They sent me all their music on a zip. They, well, that's like, and they like love it. They're like, of course, and they're hilarious. These songs are hilarious, and they're good. You know, they're well, still that's good the musicians. Thing now, a lot of these musicians, their music gets streamed. They're making no money off Nothing. it. Nothing. So, so get it they're out there. almost like, yeah, go ahead and play it for free. Maybe somebody will buy one of my hey, CDs. At least you asked. <laughs> Probably that's yeah, what they're thinking. You yeah, know, they're not getting paid uh, any. Yeah. So I'm. Um, so I got. You know. They and that's. I've. I've just started going through these twenty CDs, and it's. You know, it's like nothing. That's new with rapper. Twenty CDs for twenty bucks. Now you're you're gambling, but are you? For tw- you know, you're like whatever. Just just send me the box. <laughs> Who cares? You know. Well, speaking of music, yeah. I I thought that the band in one of our movies, Agent Orange. I thought they were a punk band. I didn't know they were like a new wave band. They were. I thought they were a punk. I thought they were. They were playing like pretty new wave oh, music. Oh man, that. That I picked, uh, yeah. The, I picked one called Pale Pale Blood, yeah, yeah, from the '90s, and this is one of those time capsule movies where you're like, oh my, someone really liked The Cure, and somebody, really yeah. At the end, they even put a Cure song I on it. That. I was like, why? But I thought Agent Orange was a punk band, but the guy's doing his little vampire new yeah. wave songs, and, and I like, thought huh, they, okay. I think they started out as a punk band, and then they probably just went with the times. <laughs> one of those like. I don't care what we play as long we as we get paid. Money, yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. dust off your oversized sweaters. That's time to make some money. You know? yeah, kind of, yeah. sort of, yeah. Wow, crazy stuff. Yeah, well. yeah. All right, well, that's it. For, uh, that's, you got anything else? That's no, it. all right. We're going to take a quick trailer break, and we come back. It's time to get into our movies. Oh, my gosh. Time the first head one. Life. The, yes. <laughs> that's the way he's going to be the head of a major corporation. The head of the family. <laughs> <laughs> okay. we'll, we'll be right back. There are only two things I can't stand in this world. People who are intolerant of other people's cultures and the Dutch. Radio 9,000, 9,000, officer in trouble. 9,000, the police call for trouble. And when the black ripoff of the decade has just tore up the murder capital of the world, man, you got trouble. Detroit 9000, a city in trouble. Motortown, where a honky cop is a minority race. He's white. In downtown Detroit, he is in a one-to-nine minority. Detroit 9000, the double cross that spelled disaster for a whole city. It's gotta get south or the whole town's gonna explode. See Detroit 9000, rated R. It's a city all tore up. Detroit 9000. 
Joe Rico's got a problem. Someone wants him dead. Oh, that's what I'm going to find out. Is it a cop killer? I've got two cops buried in the Rosendale Cemetery. Or an ex-client. Nobody's immune to the law, not even a cop. There's only one way to smoke him out. You bait the hook. And this time, the bait is Mr. Rico. Dean Martin is Mr. Rico, the toughest lawyer in San Francisco, a town terrorized by a radical killer. Some son shooting at me. Who strikes and disappears. His next target. Mr. Rico. Dean Martin is Mr. Rico. From MGM, rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Johnny, what can you make out of this? This? Well, I could make half, or a brooch, or a pterodactyl. Could you, um... Trip into a nightmare of evil with Guess What Happened to Count Dracula? He's back from the grave to rule the satanic occult ridden world of today's mind blown youth. <laughs> Say it with someone you trust. Guess what happened to Count Dracula will trip you into a blood smeared torture chamber and you'll never get out. My prisoners for eternity to do with as I wish. Don't see it alone. See it with someone you trust. <laughs> You'll plunge into a nightmare of evil, thrills, chills, horror, terror, shock, panic, and violence, climaxing in an orgy of blood and death. <laughs> see it with someone you trust. Guess what happened to Count Dracula is a supreme example of a top-notch motion picture thriller filmed in magnificent blood-dripping color. A shocker with unparalleled violence erupting from the screen to horrify and paralyze you. Guess what happened to Count Dracula will blow your mind. This is the picture that nightmares are made of. If you dare see it, see it with someone you trust. Don't miss it. Coming soon. Guess what happened to Count Dracula. Rated GP. All ages admitted. Parental guidance. Illinois Nazis. I hate Illinois Nazis. All right, we are back. Guess who? What was the last one? Guess what happened to Count Dracula? I can't yeah. guess. Yeah, well, we'll find he out. Became, in the next, we'll find out in the next movie. Oh yeah, he becomes a serial killer. Weird. Yeah. All right, and he becomes very flippant. And okay, anyway, so <laughs> yeah, yeah. What is the, What did you pick for us to what review the thing this week? That I couldn't die. The thing that couldn't die. Yes, it's one of those Living Head movies that were so yeah. popular in the late fifties. <laughs> they loved Living Head things. Yeah. What was it? The brain that couldn't die. The thing the, that couldn't die. The man without a body. The man, <laughs> it's just they were they the, were the nobody frozen, crazy. The frozen dead in the sixties. Yep. Oh my god. Uh, yeah, there was a bunch of those. This then one was well done though. It was uh, it was pretty good. And then and then towards later seven or later sixties early seventies they had the two headed movie. Yeah. Then it was then it was over. There was more than one head on on yeah, one, thing. one body. Yeah. So yeah. it went from like hey just one no I get two. Oh yeah. my god. Crazy. Yeah, so anyway, yeah, this is from 1958. All right. Universal. This is like Universal towards their end of their monsters. Like, what are we going to do? Let's go supernatural. So, yeah, yeah, why not? Okay. Whatever. You know, because th- it was probably dying down a little bit. And they're like, what, what do we got to do? We got to get something. You yeah, we got to get something going. Okay, yeah. what about like a decapitated head that... Roll with it. Go. Yeah. yeah. That doesn't talk until the end of the movie. <laughs> Go for it. Okay. So weird. I love that guy's face when he opened up. He's like... Oh, so crazy. Oh, yeah. This was a weird... I, I, you I've, saw this on MST. Oh, a lot, lots of times. Yeah, I've seen it. I saw it a million times on MST. Um, and I've, I think I've, see, I've watched it just by itself also you know so i know the movie then i watched it on mvc i laughed a lot you know because it's it's a funny movie it's a weird setting that's yeah, i is. was trying to think of like what is 
what makes this kind of like an oddity, other than the I mean the head thing, because we've seen the head thing. Yeah. It's because it's not in some kind of a clinical lab where they usually are, or any kind of like science stuff. Or it's set in with in a pun, in a country like ranch house, like in this old setting, like a western, and you're like. Yeah, that's right. A it does western, have a western feel. It's a to western it, yeah. flair with this with his one headed or his head, you know, floating around. You're like, okay, I yeah. guess lots of gingham and yes, ma'ams, and those six shooters, and you're like straight on western styling, and you're like, okay, I guess whatever. It's different, you know. Well, Universal was a, did a did a. I have it somewhere at home. It's called Curse of the Undead. It's like actually a vampire western. It's a real western. Oh my god! With like Jesse James and Frank and like Jesse James meets Dracula and stuff oh, like that. Oh, This was the awesome. original. One, we should so. do a twofer. <coughs> yeah, we, we should, should do a Jesse because I have Jesse James versus I'll find Frankenstein, the other one. I'll find and we should do one. that. That would be a glorious like right around. Weird now westerns. we can put it out around uh, Halloween. Yeah, so right, it'd be coming right. out anyway. Uh, you know, and it's just like, oh man, they're so and it was this one is fine. It it's not like it's distracting, but it's odd. It is you know, lot. like you're, you're like, what? Wait, where are we now? <laughs> it's just so, you know. And now, yeah, because the two uh, <coughs> ranch hands are real cowboys, straight looking. up cowboys, and the and the old lady running the ranch. She looks it, like is, is is she looks like the lady from uh, the Beverly Hillbillies? Yeah, like the, Granny. The granny, yeah. <laughs> oh, gee, Granny, what do you mean? Just and the girl with the, you know, the the. This, the what you might call the, it, the girl with the, the water the, divining the water rod, divining yeah. rod. She's like Ellie Mae, kind of. You know? That's what I mean. And the, the big guy, the big dumb guy is Jethro. You yep. know, and that's what Uncle I couldn't Jeff. stop seeing. I I was like, this is the Beverly Hillbillies. Yeah, they, they, they just took those guys and rewrote them for a head movie. Except this is before the Beverly Hillbillies, but oh, you know, maybe they that, got the their inspiration. Yeah, that's right. I think Beverly Hillbillies got there's, they got their inspiration from those Ma and Pa Kettle movies. Yeah. Oh yeah. Ma, uh, Little Abner, you know stuff like that but yeah you're right you, you the kinda, archetypes were right there you know you, you got just, the big dumb guy you got the just a regular working guy well somebody comes in i'll hurt him with my hands yeah, you're like yeah, okay you're right, you're right. okay a, very dumb very gigantic human it is kind of beverly hillbilly yeah good good catch on that all right i will give you the official let me do the official yeah, uh the breakdown official. of this all right the Break thing that couldn't die from 1958 a physically gifted young woman Oh. Physically gifted. Yeah, she is. She yeah. is. She's pretty a gifted. A physically gifted young woman discovers a centuries-old crate buried on her aunt's ranch. Opening it, her family discovers the living head of Gijon Drew, a 16th-century devil worshipper who was beheaded by Sir Francis Drake. Director was Will Cullen. Uh, writer was David Duncan. So we have William Reynolds played Gordon Hawthorne. Andra Martin played Linda Madison. Uh, Jeffrey Stone played Hank Hudson. Hudson, yeah. H- Houston, sorry. Frank Houston. Like anyone's going to call me on that. Okay, uh, Carolyn Kearney plays Jessica Barnes. Uh, Peggy Converse plays Flavia McIntyre. McIntyre. Uh, and Flavia McIntyre. Oh, there's a story about that. Hold on. Robert he- Robin Hughes plays Gideon Drew. Uh, James Anderson plays Boyd Abercrombie. Charles... Horvath plays Mike, and Forrest Lewis plays Julian Ash. Funny story, there was a little side bit in MSD 3000 where they were in Rome, and the woman that imprisoned the the peop- the, the observer and and Doctor Forrester or, or, or Miss Forrester and everything, they her name was Flavia. They uh, took it from this because it was such a weird name, Flavia, uh, yeah, on, on MSD 3000. So that was a very funny nod to this movie well, where they were there's like... There's actually some kind of... And I don't really 
want to watch it, but I believe it's a exorcist kind of movie called Flavia the Heretic from the 70s. <laughs> believe it or not. Wow. Believe it. You know, it's believe true. it or not. I believe it. Believe right. it. Yeah. So, so we can get into it a little bit. I mean, I don't think we're gonna go shot for shot. It's it's a very simple movie. Um, a lot yeah. going on though. It's not. I mean, it's not like a simple like it's a dumb movie. I mean, it's. Kind of simple plot, yeah. Not a whole heck of a lot it's going like on. It's like that with the main girl, you know, Carolyn or whatever her name, or Jessica. She's like got her divining rod or her witching Help rod. Help us find water, youngster. You know, they're going to yeah. dig a well for the outhouse or whatever. And then, like, these three city slickers pop up. And one of the guys was a guy who used to live in town, and his two friends, and they're like, Hey, what are you doing? She's like, Well, she's looking for water. And he goes, Oh, come on, you know, that's just. That's just like old wives' tale, you know. Yeah. Scientifically, you can find it, and then there's like the science versus Cause he, magic. Because he's back from the college, big city college. Yeah, he's a smart like, dude. He's the smart kid that like kind of likes her, but he he was like, yeah, he, yeah, exactly. He was like the smart he was guy too that old, went off to college. But now it's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He came back. And so then the other two are like this girl and then her painter boyfriend, boyfriend and they're kind of loosey goosey a little bit. Yeah, sort of. Yeah. He yeah. he immediately starts angling for a three wheel when she goes into that room yeah, and says yeah, You're right. like, okay, weirdo. Who reminds me of Carmine from Laverne and Shirley? Oh, the, ragu- the big ragu. Yeah. <laughs> the big ragu. Yeah. So anyway, so there's the girl and and the guy and and her what and the and the guy used to live there get into an argument about science versus magic, and she gets pissed. And then she's like, you know, she goes like, uh, I, does this one? She goes like, no, don't dig in there. Yeah, she finds it. She's like, it's evil. Everything's evil. She, this, like, this lady's yeah. evil, crazy. Everything is evil. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, don't go to that dance. It's evil. That sweater's evil. Don't that. That's evil digging there. This is the work of the yeah, evil. Yeah, because then she goes, look, she found water, and then she gets like a premonition. No, oh. it's evil. And then she turns around there like, well, just start because the, the granny just says, just start digging, you two idiots, you know. And she gets mad, and she goes like, oh god, I hate you. I wish a tree would fall on. And you. a tree falls on. Falls on, on Flavia, whatever her name I, is. And at that point, I was like, you I know, laughed. I laughed, but then I was like. I would kind of listen. If someone says, I hate you, I hope a tree falls on me, and a tree falls on me, I'd yeah, be like, a sign. I think she's either the devil or really in good with God. So I'm going to say, you go ahead and get out of here, and uh, no hard feelings, but don't come back. <laughs> you know, because it's like, wow. So then Flavia's okay, and they take yeah. her back, but Mom, like, you know, goes, keep digging, boys, keep digging, you yeah. know. She's like, I don't care about her. Get, get out of here. And then they find this chest, and then all of a sudden, Mom gets money hungry. She's oh. like, oh, my God, I need money, 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 yeah, she's, yeah. She's like a, like a 1980s uh, uh, gecko, Gordon Gecko, uh, yeah, money right. crazy. Good, yeah. yeah. And, and she's like, oh, and she starts to tell the big goon to break it open, and then the other guy's like, hey, now, hold on, lady. Sometimes these are worth more than sealed, th- sealed than 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 things. Let's go get some other city slicker to come out and authenticate it and tell us it might be worth plus, a lot no, more. But plus the girl, the, the Jessica was saying, don't open it. It's bad. Evil. But, but Everything's then, evil. Then uh, evil. you know, city boy, you know, the guy who came back. I forget what his name was. Nah. He says, look, I can go into town and get some kind of solution that might open it and won't break it. Yeah, it won't break it. And then we can also, the, it'll acid etch the top so we can read what it says because there's all this writing on the top of it, you know. And then and then there's a scene. I think I think it's right after that where. It's like they they start confronting Jessica about her premonitions and all that, and she's like, they go to her, well, you know, what do you what 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 do you think that you what you can see? You say you can see the future. Well, yeah. I got an idea for you. See if you can find uh, uh whatever whoever Jessica's watch because they yeah, got I lost. I lost my watch. That was like 
it might have actually been before they found the dug they dug that up. Yeah, but, but I can't was, remember because yeah, it was a plot point because he's like, all right, and then she uses her stick and she's like, oh, here's the watch. And they pull it out, and there's also like a neck. Uh, she found a necklace. Uh, yeah, like a pendant or pendant, whatever. Yeah. And he gives it, and then he goes, "You know what, Jessica? It looks good on you." So he puts it on her. She's like, "Oh, I love and, you." And, and it's like know? a cross, and he's like, he, and he starts spouting off all this stuff that no one would know. You know, he's like, "Oh, this cross represents blah blah blah." And back in the eighteen or the sixteen hundreds, this that the other thing. You're like, okay, whatever. Plot point. So meanwhile, yeah. while and then the then the dude goes to town to get the. The guy, the arche- the archaeologist or whatever the thing, and then uh, Jessica says, "I don't want to live and sleep in this house." Yeah, because she is said evil. she said don't dig it up, and then she finds out that they dug it up. So they carried it, and she's like, "I told you don't. You bring uh, you brought evil in this house. I'm not going to stay here." You know, and she then, goes to the spare house. Yep, and she's like, "Well, you can and, stay with me." She, and she sleeps comfortably with uh, Flavia. Whatever sure does. And you're like, well, no, wait a minute. Who is no, if it's Flavia? Isn't the friend? Is it nah. Flavia? Flavia is Andrea Martin, or whatever the second bill. Linda. Was. Linda, yeah, yeah. yeah Flavia, Linda and Hank, those are the two that come who in. Who was Flavia, the old lady? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. She goes and sleeps with Linda, and it's kind of it's kind of interesting. They're both in you know their nightgowns sleeping together, and you're like, okay, yeah, yeah, this is picking up. It's a good yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah, all right, yeah. yeah, whatever. So anyway, that well, that's going on. Old old grandma Moses goes up. Granny goes up <laughs> to bed, and then you know it has the two goons watching it. And, and they immediately turn on her. Like, they're yeah. immediately like, well, let's just break this open and t- steal the money for ourselves. Oh, no. The one hand, the smarter guy, d- figures that out and dupes the goon into opening it. He's like, hey, you big dummy. She said he can open it. But whatever we find is mine or something. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah, like, yeah. okay, uh, whatever, I guess. you know. And he's simple in the head, so he, you know, he does it. He's like, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. And so the other guy, the other guy ends up going upstairs, though. To like mm-hmm. steal a key or something. Yeah, he steals like the key and then comes down. He with He comes it, down. Know. He almost wakes up grandma, granny, and when he and he comes down. And meanwhile, the old the you know Jethro has, has broken open. Yeah, he just twisted the lock off of his hands. You and know. then he's like, "Oh, guess I did good. You know, let's see oh. what's in here." And he opens it up, and then like you know the most evil man alive. <laughs> He's like, all of a sudden, he's like, oh, I'm awake now. I will control your feeble yeah, mind. It's a head you know? in this tiny little casket. Uh, and and he and he and he he's just like his eyes pop open and he's like ah and then he like hypnotizes the big goofball yeah and then this guy starts carrying on his head like a freaking like a bowling ball or like a like a like a sack lunch kind of he's like just carrying it by its hair you yeah know? but then but then he gets into a fight with uh, the other ranch hand yep. and he ends up killing him and then he and then he drags them both out into the woods with the head and then the other dude and then the other dude they buries the other dude or whatever so it's like oh okay. So then, what happened next? The next day, they they well, sh- then the cops show up at night. They're like, "Oh my God, this guy, this guy, this guy's dead." Well, why uh, why was it that the cops showed up? Because the girl went out. They she, they went out and she found the body. They started screaming because they found the, the the dead ranch hand. That's right. And then yeah. the cops show up right away and they start like finding people. And then they think this the big guy killed her. Well, the big guy killed him. They and they're like, "Oh, look for this gigantic guy. He's you know you can you can't miss him. He's as big as a house." And then. Then the girl also runs out and gets hypnotized by the head. Yeah. So the head, like, kind of, he carries it over the window and goes, bah, and, and the head knows that the lady, our that, girl that, that, with the cross. That's not the main girl. It's no, the no, other no, girl. It's, yeah, yeah, it's the other girl. Because that cross is almost like a deterrent. It's like a right, he like, can't you know, do anything to vampire her. vampire cross or whatever. But so then, so then the, now the girl is, not our main girl, but the second girl is hypnotized. And she goes out, and then she, they're still staying there. This is when the head's on that rock. And then and the cops are like everywhere looking around and then and then she's like 
he sends him to go get to go kill the cops because he knows he's gonna get murdered. Yeah, he's gonna get murdered. And yeah. then he then now it's just the head and the and the the voluptuous babe. But then at one point. The, you know our heroine you know Jessica or whatever when she's going out in the woods she's like passes out and then she starts dreaming the story yeah. of Charles Drake or whatever where he was a Satanist in the 16th century and nobody could look at him because he was so evil and then like you know Sir Francis Drake had him decapitated with his head yeah. in a box for being a devil we will yeah with his head in one box and his body in another box so they could never. So he was doomed to be like buried alive forever. Forever, you know. I know that's pretty. And then harsh. they hopefully they never open the tomb because if he comes back to he can come back together again, and like you know so start weird. up all his evil yeah. ways. <laughs> so she and she, I think she passes out like right at the tree where they hung him. Yeah, because yeah, that's, that's what like because she was getting her psychic. Uh, yeah, her, yeah. So she falls down and she wakes up and she's like, oh, what a weird dream. Anyway, who cares? And she leaves and goes back to the ranch, and then. Now I'm trying to think because then now now the now the other the friend you know Linda whatever is is already hypnotized right. by the uh, by you know that guy and then she, I think she's trying to get Jessica to like you know to give her the pendant he know because he knows if he gets the pendant he no one can stop him yeah exactly and then there's also we forgot the one part where the guy from town shows up and reads the curse. And then he's like, hey, I'll give you five grand for this. And if you find the coffin with the other part of That's it, right, I'll yeah. give you another five grand. And then they try and talk our her- our heroine into doing it. And she's like, you're all evil. And she swoons away. Yeah, because basically you know. one of her other gimmicks was that she can only work her magic for good. It can't be for money. And she can't get paid for it and all that stuff. Yeah, like, it can't oh. be for any other reason than for, you know. Sounds more like a curse to me. Yeah, whatever. So she doesn't want to do it. So then, you know, they decide that they're going to go and do it on their own or whatever. And then they give Granny the stick and they go, hey, Granny, maybe the her, the magic powers of your niece or whatever she was, yeah. you have them too, you know? So she goes, oh, okay. So she goes, hey, Hank, go get a, a divining rod and let's give it to Granny and yeah, see what she Give it she a shot. Who knows? And then, hey, she can do it too, you know? It's like all in the family, oh, wow. you know? Yeah. So she finds like, you know, oh, I think it's right here. So yep. they go, oh, okay. So they start digging up. So they dig Shazam. it up and you know Shazam they find a coffin so man they're like they're doing good or whatever for him and, uh, for yeah. the devil you know they're they're doing the devil's bidding really well so then one night the two girls are, are sleeping because you know <laughs> Jessica and the other girl and then the other one's kind of trying to take off her necklace and so she funny. can't do it so it's like oh okay so then like a couple of days later you know her hand goes hey listen I, I kind of need your necklace because of you know it says has something to do with this whole you know, dude's thing. She goes like, oh, but you gave it to me. You're going to take it away. She, he goes, no, no, I'm going to make a, an exact copy of right. it to give you. I just need this one to get the money because he wants the coffin, you know, the, yeah, yeah, the yeah, thing yeah, and blah, the money. Blah, blah. She goes, oh, okay, here you go. Well, you got to take it off. Okay, so boom, she doesn't have the necklace anymore. So she's like, vulnerable she's vulnerable so then you know her the other the other girl goes hey she doesn't have oh why don't you come over and we'll hang out no she's like here's a hat i got a new hat for you you got a new hat for (laughs) you you're like wait what it's like open it take a look you know and boom she's like gets possessed by the guy and then after that she's like dresses in black oh dude sleazy she like slicks back her hair like (laughs) <laughs> You're like, whoa, wait, what are we looking at here? Because it's then, totally different. She's and then there was a scene earlier where, like, the, her, the artist guy wanted to paint 
the wanted to paint the 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 his girlfriend the brunette, but yeah. she's just like, oh, you're an idiot. Who's what? What would make you think that I? I'm gonna marry a painter, a stupid cause, painter like you. Yeah, because she was possessed. She did love the guy, but then she yeah. she she broke his heart because because of that. So then you know then it was so. He tried to grab Jessica, yeah. but she's like, within like two seconds, she's like, no, no, you know, yeah. she's running away. But now. When the when the two of them are possessed, mm. like Jessica walks in and she's like, "Hey, you know, I'm a bad girl wah, now." Wah, 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 so wah, then wah, she comes wah. back to the uh, she comes back to the uh, you know to the house and everybody goes like, "Wow, you you look different." You, know? <laughs> yeah. you look sleazier you. today. You sleazier? Yeah, yeah, you're sleazier. Yeah, yeah, you look different now. You know, okay, you know. So it's like, well. You know, uh, we need to we need to still find. Uh, they still have to find. I forgot how the. They have to. They they want to get the the head. Well, they they had to put the head in. The, they found the coffin. They dug it up. Now they have the two things, and the cops have been murdered, so they're gone. And, and so now they're like, oh, they put the head together. Now they no, because the girl goes. She was. She goes. They, they, I think they had the coffin there, and they go well open it right and then they find the body in right there. and then Jessica doesn't Jessica goes well hold on I, I got I got to go upstairs for a second she comes down with a head and she comes down with the body head. sits up by itself and the yeah. body stands up by itself so they're like I'm a body then he then they put it on and like oh look at here he is now he's yeah like, yeah and then they're and then like you know whatever that guy's name he starts like they go they shoot him nothing happens they go to grab him and he's like haha I'm the most evil man alive boom knocks everybody to the ground and yeah. he's like whose blood am I going to take you're an old fart blood I don't yeah, like you you're like a drunk and you're yeah, you're, yeah, you're yeah. like and then it's like he's like so judgy for just cutting out of the ground you should tone back your judginess yeah he's so bro. hungry drink any blood so well that well he's like thinking about what blood to take and this barge is too hot and this barge is too cold but your barge is just right That's Hank goes hey I got an idea let me grab the pendant yeah. maybe that'll do something you know, so he pulls the vampire pendant on him and all of a sudden you know Sir, Sir Charles oh. Gwynplaine or whatever the yeah. hell his name was like oh no he makes that face and he's like oh Poof. really yeah here you go you know and he's like pushes him back in the coffin Throws the pendant in with them and they 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 the shut. Yep, yep. They shut it and then all of a sudden it's like Jessica and the other girl. Well, oh, what happened? Oh, oh I'm back to normal. And then they go, oh, I think he's dead, but we got to open it up and you know see. Skeleton. So then like within like you know 30 seconds, he open it up and he's like a skeleton. skeleton yeah. So he's finally gone to no, see his Lord and Master Satan. And probably that guy was like, you could keep some of that evil that you had in you. Jessica, you know, yeah, yeah. So then, yeah, <laughs> really for later, you know. <laughs> wow. But then the, the the weird part about it was like after he threw the pendant in there and it was in and it was in with the dead guy, he grabs it out of there and he goes, "Well, Jessica, I know this pendant's been in some dead rotting corpse, but yeah. I'll put it back on your neck now." She goes, "Oh, thank you." you yeah. Know, the last shot is like the pendant, you wow. know, on her, on her or whatever. You're like da 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 da. And and you know an interesting thing if you ever watch the creature from the Black Lagoon that uh -huh. there's like the whenever the creature shows up in this in that movie they have this little like musical like sting they keep repeating it in yeah. this movie whenever like Charles you know those evil man alive yeah. shows up it's like da 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 you know yep. and you're like oh yeah oh, oh yeah yeah it's a fun it movie it's a fun movie um, I saw it on TV like a million years ago because it's not offensive they probably didn't even have to edit anything for this to be on TV they're no. just like whatever no you know? no and it's short too it's only like 70 yeah. minutes so they don't even have to cut it it's <laughs> like 90 whatever. minute time slot you know your commercials you that know? was one of those things where you're like okay all those lures like okay this guy was in the 1600s and he comes back 
and he's he, he can't be killed. Well, now, modern-day evil and modern-day weaponry, I don't really know if he would be as evil or as indestructible as, as he was in the 1600s. Just maybe, because a werewolf is indestructible, you start cutting him down with those machine guns, he's going to be in a million pieces. He's Kind of. Technically, he's alive, but I don't think he's any threat that's anymore. Why they, that's why they don't make him anymore. <laughs> yeah. They sent him in olden days. Exactly. You're like, I don't know, man. This guy's never been run over by a tank, you know, and you're like... But whatever. Yeah, you know, he, he, they were they didn't have like you know. Yeah. They had tanks back then, but they really didn't want to call the army to. Hey, can you call the army? We've got like the 16th century evil noble guy here. You're we like, want you to run over. You're like, did you just try shooting him with a shotgun? That's probably gonna work. No. Yeah. All right. Whatever. You got like a bomb you can drop on him or something? No. You guys have to do it on your own. You know, you got crosses and yeah. pendants. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, that's so, a fun. Yeah, it is movie. a fun movie. I mean, this is this is like one of those like seven. For me, it's like right at a seven. Yeah, you know, yeah, kind of. Yeah. It's funny. It's good. Not funny. Funny. You can laugh with it, not at it. It's it's like when I was like ah, you see like a head. There's always like on a rock yeah. or on a thing. You're like ah. Oh. And he's got that like his eyes bug out, and it's got like this. I don't. Know, it looks like they added some effect to make his eyeballs wider. Or yeah, something. pretty it's funny. A fun movie. It is a fun movie. So yeah, that we both agree. Make sure you go check out the thing that couldn't die from 1958. It's a fun little jaunt. Through yes, a, it is. It's a creature. Through a genre that has fallen away since long, you know. Some, some you sort of like rock and roll. <laughs> yep. All right, here's a trailer break. We come back. We're going to get into a 90s. Oh, man. Floppy hair and oversized this sweaters one, this everywhere. This one's like, it's just, it's really 80s. It's like. Late 80s. It's, uh, yeah. That hangover decade yeah, thing. Like yeah, we talked yeah. about from it's, the 60s and 70s. 80s. Yeah, it is. With a, just a dab of, of 90s, you know. All right, we'll be right back. Barry, uh, what are you doing? You kidding me? She's hot as hell. Looking for a little flapping pickle. You sure you want to do this, man? You're drunk. I'm drunk. You're drunk. Everybody's drunk. We're the graveyard tramps. We rise from our graves <laughs> to make men our slaves. When guys climb in our coffins, they never come back. When the moon comes up, we'll take you down. We get our hands on every stiff in the joint. Graveyard Tramps. Rated R. Absolutely no one under 17 admitted without parent or certified adult guardian. Now, living flesh and blood terror. Blood spilling, bone chilling, towering terrors in one twin thrill show. The Crawling Thing. As clutching terror reaches toward you, the scream you hear will be your own. It's too awesome to describe, too terrifying to escape, too powerful to stop. The Crawling Thing. Plus, from another world, the creature of evil. Half man, half monster, but all horror. Feel your throat grow tight with terror. Watch. Listen. Shudder. Die. The Creature of Evil. Can you stand to see the most gruesome twosome ever made? The Crawling Thing and The Creature of Evil. Produced in Hollywood by Maniacs. <laughs> we had the most incredibly romantic time. I thought we were going to be together forever. And then <laughs> about a week later, right out of the blue, she sends me a John Deere letter. 
crazy modern comedy soap opera for adults comes to the big movie screen. It's all new and just loaded with laughs and pretty girls. It's the boob tube strikes again. Here's the kind of zany, sexy lunacy TV will never show you at home, and it will tickle your funny bone in a way you've never had it done before. In The Boob Tube Strikes Again, if you thought you've seen everything funny that could be done in the movies, well, guess again. The Boob Tube Strikes Again does them all one better. It's the movie you've been waiting for this year, and they're all talking about it. It's the daytime serial you can't see on TV. It's the lovingest, laughingest, maddest screen show of the season. The Boob Tube Strikes Again. Don't miss The Boob Tube Strikes Again. It's all new, in color, rated X for adults from Constellation Films. And you! Get the hell off my property. Oh, well, I'm sorry, ma'am. I was just, uh, escorting your fine young son home from school. There's, there are some ruffians about, and I... And upward to better things, like movies. Like, I don't know if this would be a better thing yeah, or not. Yeah, it was a better thing. It's a thing. <laughs> it's a thing. It's a thing that couldn't die. Oh, uh, could well, die. Uh, well, no, technically. I, yeah, I, I guess he could... I will start right off the bat saying I didn't hate this movie. It's okay. It's a, that's and that's. You know what I liked it the most? The the insane performance by Wings Hauser. Wings Hauser. He was so over the top that he kind of made it for him. He and brought A1 sauce and he threw it all over the entire set. And he was like, I'm chewing all of this scenery. I am going to chew this scenery like no one's ever seen. And he just, Bleh, I'm crazy. And oh, it was yeah. so funny. <laughs> we were talking about 1990s Pale Blood. Okay, let me take off my glasses. I'm George getting at Shakiris that. Oh, yeah. From a, West Side Story. Oh my God! Yeah. He was one, you know, he won an Academy Award. Oh my God. Yes, Academy Award winner. Now, yeah. a vampire pretender who is murdering women runs into a real vampire who is out to stop him because he's casting too much of a spotlight on the vampire community. That's the official what this thing is. Directors VV. Oh, I don't forget know. it. I don't care. It, it, nobody's. Uh, and then let's see. Cast is George Chikaris. Shakiris. Shakiris yeah. is Michael Fury. Wings Hauser, our hero. He's not our hero. He's the villain, but he's hilarious. Uh, he's Van Van Damer? Van Damer? No, Van Van, Van Damer. Van Helsing. Yeah, Van, Van Helsing, Van right. Van They're like, okay, nice stretch. Van Halen. Pamela Ludwig is Lori. Diane Frank is Jenny. Darcy DeMoss is Cherry. Uh, yeah, Earl, Earl Garns is Hanker. Uh, Fraser Smith is Fraser Kelly. Michael Palm is lead singer in band. All right, and then the rest of it, who cares? That is, this is a hilarious movie. This is like one of those movies where you just, you. this is one you laugh kind of at. You know, it, it's... Sort of. Sort of. It's like, uh, it has elements of like, classic Dopey B movie, but it's, but it, it wants to be better I it's think. trying really it's hard trying really but it's hard but at the budget is kind of like pulling it down <laughs> yeah oh yeah and you know this this is very cocaine chic 80s wrapped up in an in a in a sweater from the 90s you know yeah. and it's so weird it was such an oddity it it, it followed a, a good storyline you know it's kind of cool that uh, you know, a cops call in a specialty, a specialist, in to see who's pretending to be a serial killer vampire, and then this guy turns out to be a real vampire, 
And then the girl that calls her in, spoiler alert, she's the vampire too, and then they murder the guy who's well, wasn't Well, wasn't it, okay, in the beginning of it, that she brings him over, was he a cop or was he a writer? I thought he was like a book yeah, writer. Like a book writer, but it, like a specialist in... A Vampires. vampire occult, yeah, you yeah. know. So that's why that, that's we pick up with. There's a girl laying dead in a storefront, and she's been drained of her blood. And this is the third victim, and you know, and then this guy comes in and he's like, "Oh, thank God you're here." Yeah, because this girl brought him over from wherever he was living, Transylvania yeah, or whatever. She's third shift cop, super cop that loves vampires. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Uh, and then he's kind of like, and he's playing this stoic. Not talk a lot, German guy, kind of. Yeah, kind of. It's yeah. So weird. He's just so weird. Like the way this guy is playing this character is like, huh? You know, you, you, like okay, he doesn't talk much. He's very stoic. He's like, what makes you think that? End of story. End of scene. You know, you're like, okay. Uh, next. And, and you the know. girl's like his biggest groupie fan. She goes, oh, sh- oh, I read your books. You're so great. I really think you're like in. He's like, yeah. Okay. Like we, I've only sent very professional emails. Yeah, but I filled in between the lines, and she's kind of like squeaky for him, you know. And then she's, uh, other than that, she's also like, oh, you know, along with really loving vampires and a little too much, you know. She's like, I set up your place for you, and I stayed in it for a while. And you're like, you rubbed your parts on things, didn't you? <laughs> Ugh, gross. Get me some Clorox wipes. But it was the '80s, so no one did that. Yeah, right. So yeah. you know, but uh. So and then they just kind of get right into it, where he's in this like really white. It looks like they filmed Apple commercials in this guy's condo. You know, it's everything's white and squeaky, and um, and she's in her daughter of darkness place, and they're just kind of like figuring out who's killing this thing. And right off the bat, you have Wings Hauser, who set up his tripod, and he's like this flamboyant, um, over the top, coked up video guy they don't show him doing coke but he was doing coke and he's like oh he's videotaping things and everything's like a porno and weird and weird like strange erotic guy yeah Yeah, and you're like what stuff fetish stuff kinda and he's really creepy but he kind of reminded me not in any really linear sense but just in a sense of like his character to me going back to older b movies is like the, you remember that mad artist who was like his ancestor was a vampire in bloodbath. It was yeah. kind of like that because oh. he, he has like a he was into vampires and all this crap. My great great grandfather was a was a vampire. I have hunter a vampire like, sword here. Yeah, but now I'm like this sleazy video artist, and he brings girls over to like break eggs oh, on yeah. their legs and That's so weird. He's like, just touch it, just touch it. Yeah. <laughs> and he's rolling his eyes and making all these goofy faces and so like, crazy. This guy. is... He's playing such a psycho, you know, and he's funny. I I can't remember what I've seen Winghauser in. Um, oh, he's God, a million he was in a things. bunch of, like, action movies in, like, the 70s Just and stuff goofball. like that. Just goofball. To mean, me, he's kind of like a Red Brown type or something. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. <laughs> he's like, in, like, a bunch of movies he'll show television. Up, he'll show up, he's good enough. He's like good enough, you know what I mean, to be uh, to carry your. He would your, play your like movie. jerky guys. I forgot what movie it was. Where he played like the bad guy, the bad kid, or the bad yeah, teenager or something. That's funny. Yeah. So and and this is one of the, I did think this was really cool. Now we're, we cut back. We're not going to follow scene for scene. Just we're going to talk about. I think if you're okay with that, I'd rather just yeah, talk yeah, about this fine, movie. Yeah, um, there's one part where the guy that was came over from Germany, he opens up. A portable coffin. He's and got like he's, a. He's got like a, it's almost like a sleeping bag. It's coffin. the coolest thing, like from this movie. Like 
He's so used to sleeping in a coffin, and he's all nylon, and he's putting together... It looks like he's putting together a tent, but yeah. it's a little black coffin, and it's a portable coffin. I was like, that is cool. That was kind of cool to me. I was like, that, you know... So basically, you don't know what he is at first. You know, yeah. you don't know what he is until he ends up going to this bar, and he's like sitting there, and he and he and at first there was well, the a scene. Two chicks were at the scene at first yeah. it was in, but you didn't know anything. At first it was a yeah. scene where the two girls go to Wings Hauser's place, and one of them chickens out because she didn't yeah. want to do whatever video. Yeah. Cherry stays and does the porn video. Yeah, whatever. And then video. the other one like. You know, I goes, I'm scared. I got to go. And then she leaves. And then he's watching. But then he falls back in the shadows. And you don't know what happened. Yeah. You know? I then, thought they were prostitutes. But I don't think I they don't are. I don't think they were. I, I think I, they I were think just, just like party girls. I think they were just 80s people. party girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know. But then, like, there's a scene later where he's, like, at a club. And he's like, picks up this one girl. And then at that point, he puts the bite on her. And this, like, real 80s MTV, like, fast, slow motion oh, thing. Oh, yeah, And dude. you find out he's a vampire. But he he mentioned something to the his groupie one time where he goes, well, you know, you don't have to drain the... Because a lot of these girls yeah. have been killed. And he goes, well, you don't have to drain all their blood into your, mm. of your quarry. And yeah, she goes, what do you mean by quarry? He goes, well, and I don't mean it that way. Yeah, like know? a harem. Like, he's he's all, like, cause he's kind of saying, this guy isn't really a vampire because you're not going to draw attention to yourself by killing people. Yeah, he goes, he goes, I'm like, you know, like vampires don't necessarily kill you every time. They just need, take as much blood as they need and they'll leave you, like, yep. you know, yeah. really weak. Or yeah, it was pretty, it, it, it was neat that, you know, or interesting that they talked about or he went into that. You so know. I thought that girl, when he bit her, but he, he doesn't bite him on the neck, he bites him on the boob or, you know, like Good call. in the chest. You know, yeah. I thought she was, like, dead, but then, like, a couple of days later, her friend who was, the video went to the video guy's place, yeah. sees her laying there, and then she wakes her I up. I brought you all these groceries. Have it, have it, have it, have it. And she's talking, and then she's laying there, and you're like, we didn't see more boob. No, we didn't. No, but no, she, no, no. But she's still alive, but now she's kind of like really into like M- Michael Fury or whatever. <laughs> she's, cyclically in tu- she's psychically in tune with her vampire overlord, but not to the point where she's like a hanger on her. Right, she's just like his, like, you know, love zombie or side, whatever. It's Michael Fury's side action, you know. Yeah, yeah, but then there's a, there's another weird scene where, like, the, the, the cop girl, you know, his groupie, yeah. starts getting, like, these psychic images of, like, dead this women. This is so weird. And she, like, flashes them back to him, you know. Yeah, He's like, they're psychically too. connected. Because then there's that one scene where, where this was disjointing in the movie to me. It kind of took me out of the movie a little bit. She's in his swinging apple pad. Everything's white, and she's like, "Oh, did you see him too?" And she goes, "Hammer, hammer, hammer," and she just starts like doing this super breakdance flashback thing, and yeah. he's like, "Oh, I can see it too," and she just falls down and he just leaves. I'm like, "What the hell was all that crap?" You know? Yeah. yeah. And then Wingshauser, who's videotaping this softcore stuff, sees the two bite mark, the bite marks yeah, on the gr- brings, on his girlfriend's dress. He brings dress. the old girl, the girlfriend of of Mrs. Uh, you know his. Yeah, the girl that was bitten yeah. over, and the girl goes, Why don't once you come bitten, with twice me? shy, you might yeah, say, yeah, something like that. You know, Ian Hunter <laughs> reference there, and he brings her over, and the other girl goes, well, "Why don't you come with?" Actually, she I, was, goes, I was quoting Poison. Sorry. <laughs> oh, well, Ian Hunter. It's originally Ian Hunter. I know that Poison. Cover. No, no, I don't. Anyway, I was saying, uh, yeah. oh, I'm, well, I'm, okay. I'm doing the real one. Not oh, the, not, not the, the fake the, hairband one. Not the fake hairband uh, one. But anyway, um, so they bring the two girls in, and he notices the one girl has yeah. bite marks, so she goes. Oh man, there's a there's a vampire it's here. A re- I finally got him in my trap because this guy's been trying to bait a real get a real vampire. Yeah, because he wants a real vampire because he's because su- he's such a freak, you know. He said, yeah, because he said it like this kill. He said it like this kill room. Yeah. So then the, to kill the vampire and videotape it so he can be famous and you're like, what? 
So then the girl... We forgot something. What's that? I'm very sorry, everyone, to stop you dead. In the beginning, over darkness, you hear Wings Howard saying, Okay, everyone, sit down, be quiet. This is the greatest art piece in the history of mankind. Like, he's talking about... You think he's talking about this movie, but he's not. He's talking about his great work of art with where he captured a vampire. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. that comes back later at the end of the movie, but... Yeah, but before what, the credits even start up, this guy's like, "Oh yeah, have oh, a seat, right, yeah. have a seat," and he's, and, you know, this is very important. This is one of the most grandiose works of art that's ever been filmed, because that's what he's trying to do. Yeah. Then yeah. it goes to the movie. I'm sorry to, to cut you off. So now go back to where you. But were. anyway, so he's he's in his office watching this thing, and the one girl, the one that got bitten by Charles Fury, yeah. she ends up going back there. She's so supposedly looking for. She's her She's trying friend, to steal those two tapes. But she's trying to steal those two tapes because I forgot how she knew that he had them, yeah. and he knew that she was Fury's bit. psychic power. Oh, okay. That's because he t- kind of t- says, "Oh, he has a tape." Because there's also some club scenes. They really use this one band where they're playing Agent Orange, song. yeah. And they're doing this Agent Orange and singing, and you're like, okay, you know, and you're like, mm. So she goes back, and then he gra- he grabs her, and she goes, what are you doing here? She goes like, oh, I'm looking for my friend. Looking for Cherry. Looking for Cherry. Aren't we all? You know, yeah. but yeah. So then he goes, well, you know, don't leave, you know, come into the room. And she's like, she should have just run she's right like, there. She's like, no, no, I got to go. <laughs> but she's like, oh, okay, you know, so he, he takes her to his lab, wow. and he like, you know, he starts like, you know, he he grabs her and he goes like, yeah, you know, you know Charles, you know Charles Fury or something like that. And she's your like, boyfriend, your, your boyfriend, yeah. So she he goes, I'll get him. So she grabs her and then the next thing you see is like she's tied to the table like an old B movie or whatever. Yeah, with and like this is like an operating table. This is with, like with the thing things. on her head too, holding her bag like in some old B movie. He's like the walls have been painted with thirty gallons of yeah, garlic. Garlic. Salt, if you walk in the room, salt. she goes, it really stinks in here. And he goes, it's been painted with garlic, my dungeon, you know. So he's got her tied up, and he goes, like, you know what this is? And he's got this little, like, these two fangs. He goes, these are the fangs of a Mexican vampire bat. And then he, like, clamps her in the neck, and he goes, like, oh, you oh, know. Oh, you're really bleeding. You're I- really bleeding. You know, let me get my, like, you know, let me get my suit, my, my medical equipment and drain you, you know. Oh, so basically, so weird. He has he a like, big jug of her blood. Then, yeah, you know yeah, that? yeah. So he drains her. And then, like, she's like, while that's happening, Charles Fury, or Michael Fury, is seeing this, and he goes, well, I got to get her, I got to go to her, because she's in danger, or whatever. So then, like, she basically, like, she's laying there, and he sees that he's coming, uh, Wings Hauser does, so he kind of hides, and Michael Fury comes in, and he sees her, and he puts, like, he puts, like, a a thing over her, because she's dead, and then, like, all of a sudden, Wing Hauser traps him in there. He goes, yes, I know you're a vampire. Yeah, I got you now, vampire. And then he, like, shoots him. And he basically, like, kind of like, kills him or something because he's bleeding. They bleed, he basically, like, puts three big slugs in him. And he's, like, lying there bleeding to death. And he's like, oh, finally, I trapped the vampire. I killed him. And, he has, and he's filming it. He has all these cameras set up in his torture dungeon, you know. Yeah. Ugh. Uh, yeah. So and now what? And then he now Michael Fury is like, oh, he psychically ca- summons the cop the, the girl because he wakes up but he's weak. He's all pale. And yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. He's no, so he's no, weak. Yeah. And then she kind of comes in. She's like, hey, I'm looking for Jerry or or Jenny. She's like, I'm looking for Jenny. He's like, yeah. oh, we're <laughs> and he's just Wingshauser's chewing the scenery again. Yeah. And yeah, this yeah. is where I would. I don't know if you remember a movie called Future War. Yeah, I think so. Future War. Ha- they di- they didn't have any money, so they made rooms by putting boxes everywhere and pallets with pipes on them. 
And that's what this movie does. They're in this big warehouse, and they just make walls with these weird boxes that are stacked over, and you're like, that doesn't work, man. It it just looks odd, because you're like you're in Winghauser's house, and there's just these long boxes, like kind like long stacks of boxes making corridors and stuff, and you're like, okay. But, I mean, you know, like you're saying, B-movie, you know, no money, you just yeah, yeah, work yeah. with what you got. They found some boxes and made walls, you know. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. she kind of comes in, and she's like, oh... And he, he doesn't. He, this is where he's like, "Oh, you're one of them," and he throws her in with fury. And he's like, "Now he's gonna feed on you." Oh no, he doesn't. He like he doesn't think. He yeah, goes, he, "Oh, you're just a chick," so he's throwing it to the vampire to feed him. Yeah. And that's when she turns to the camera and she has fangs, and you're like, "What? She is a vampire." So like she lets uh, what's his face feed on her, and yeah. then he gets his superpowers again. Now it's double vampire power. So they blow up the door and yeah. they grab him and like he's like he's like running and hiding and finally they 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 corner him and he's like all of a sudden he looks and he passes out and then he comes back and they're still there and he passes out again and then the last scene I think is he's in like a nut house. That's and that's where it picks back up with that statement that started the movie very Tarantino. That was like the uh, that was like now we're at the end and he's like he's talking to the other people in the psych ward. Yeah. And they're looking at a TV that's all like that static. That static. He's like, you see it right there? That's the vampire. And uh, and then they and then these then they, they, the the nuts are like, okay, you know, they're going crazy now. We got to get them. And he's like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's a great movie. And then he goes to lay down. All of a sudden, the two, you know, Michael Fury and his groupie and his just, groupie girl just pop up and they like come run, walk to him and they get really close and then the, the screen just fades and it's yeah. the end of the movie. It's a goofy. It is a nutty movie. I picked it because I know we do a lot of vampire stuff. Yeah. And this is almost like a modern interpretation. When you talk about a serial killer and like the video angle and stuff like that, it was kind of fun. I actually did enjoy it quite a bit. That's um, right. It was one of those, it was a, I, I don't remember the 90s very much. It wasn't because I was out partying. I mean, I was working my butt off, you know. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I didn't know nor care very much about 90s culture. I was busy. I had just moved to Florida full-on working my ass off, don't care yeah. about what's cool anymore, you know, uh, which happens in life. So when I look back and watch them, I'm like, oh, my. Like, I, what, so, I mar- so I married an axe murderer was like that. Yeah, this yeah, movie yeah. was like that. You're like, I'm kind of looking at a time when I didn't really pay attention too much, and I was like, wow, what a weird decade, you know. So not kind of 80s chic, kind of grungy 90s or Nirvana-ish 90s. You know, yeah, you're yeah, like, yeah. eh, you know, but it was... It was a fun movie though. This this was very eighties because it was at actually in nineteen ninety. So you know you got to figure. It was figure filmed in eighty. Yeah, filmed in the eighties. Yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's uh. Wayne Hauser saves it. Yeah, pretty if much. If it wasn't yeah. for that guy being such an insane goofball, he saves the this would be a yeah. boring piece of shit. Pretty know? much, yeah. Pretty you know, because George Akira is just playing it like, oh, I'm like a cool guy. Yeah, I'm a cool vampire. He's playing dude. David Bowie. The chick's playing groupie girl number one and two. Who yeah. cares, you know? But the Wing Hauser just whatever you want to call this yeah, saved it, it you know he's, he uh, he stole the movie let's put it yeah down. he did it was really fun so yeah it's okay you know yeah this for me it's like a six same thing six five in that same range thing. like a, yeah, a, a yeah. solid movie if it's on watch it if, if it's on YouTube if you're laying there and having a hangover let it run it doesn't watch matter yeah. <laughs> low budget Wing Hauser so. vampire film go right ahead you want to watch a Wing Hauser's vehicle <laughs> yeah please. 
Do so. <laughs> Please don't. First, reevaluate your life. Second, have a fun time. If you if you need a Wingshauser fixed, you're well, like, oh my god, I haven't watched a Wingshauser movie in like a, in a day and a half or two days. Then yeah, this is the one. This is the one. Yeah, definitely. Oh my god. All right. Well, that's gonna be it for this week. You got yeah, anything else? That's it, man. Party shot. Nope, that's it. My name's Matt. With me as always, Doctor Morbius. And we'll see you next week for more B movie glory. The biggest air quotes in the world. <laughs> any more like laughing than I do right now.